everybody, welcome to Mogul Talk with Darcel Laurie, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. It's your girl, your host, Darcel, where every week I'll be bringing you a mogul minute of inspiration, new topics, and surprise guests. Stay tuned. It's time for your mogul minute of inspiration. Can I get a drum roll, please? And today's Mogul Minute of Inspiration is there are still some things that are worth waiting for. I'm going to say that again, y'all. There are still some things that are worth waiting for. Now, what do I mean by that? Yeah, I know we live in like an instant society, like an on-demand society where if I really want to research something, I can just pick up my my phone and literally within seconds, I can Google it and I can get the answer, right? If I want to go shopping, I can literally pick up my phone or my laptop and go shopping online, put something in the cart within seconds. If I want to watch a movie, I can literally um, go on demand or one of the streaming services and get a movie that I want to watch. Like these are such great conveniences that I love and appreciate because I utilize all of them. Um, But it, it sometimes has us thinking that, Everything that we want, we can get in seconds. But that is not true, y'all. There are still some things that are worth waiting for. And I want you guys to hold on to that. Because if you think about, I know we're in spring right now, but if you think about Thanksgiving, right? One of my favorite holidays, you know, because I'm not going to get microwave food. I'm not going to get the in seconds food. I'm going to get that slow cooked, marinated deliciousness that takes time and creativity to prepare, y'all, Right, that I can get seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths, right? That I'm gonna get some good, good food, right? And I'm not gonna get something that doesn't last. So I'm going to get something that is so memorable and then I'm going to be bragging about like, oh, that mac and cheese, girl, or oh, them, you know, the meatballs or whatever, that rice and beans, whatever. I'm going to be bragging on it. You don't brag on two minute food, y'all, that y'all pop in the microwave. You brag on something that took time. okay? so I just really want to encourage you that. If it's a dream you're waiting for um, to come into fruition, if it's a business that you're waiting to take off, if it's a, you know, finding the right spouse, if it's, you know, being able to start a family, if it's seeing if, if it's having a vision for your family that you're waiting to come to pass, whatever it is like, there are still good things. There's still great things that come out of waiting. So just make sure that you hold on and know that everything that you get in seconds is not the best for you. So know that there are still great things that come out of waiting. And that was your mobile minute of inspiration. Welcome back to another episode, y'all. I missed you guys. I'm so glad to be back with you this week. So welcome to another episode of Mogul Talk with Darcel Laurie. It's your girl, Darcel, and I'm so excited, y'all. I know that we have been stuck in the house, but I thank you guys for staying home. Um, And if you haven't been staying home and you've only been running to the market, you're still doing all right. But please make sure that we're staying home so that all of us can get well and that we're doing the proper precautions, guys, as we leave our houses um, because we don't want to expose ourselves to the wrong uh, things and we don't want to bring that home as well. So just continue to make sure that you're listening and taking the necessary precautions, but don't live out of fear, live out of faith and know that we're going to make it through this y'all. But as we have been stuck home, 
um, social media use has gone up almost 50% and probably rightfully so, right? With TikTok, all these TikTok videos, I did create a TikTok. I definitely need to, um, oh, I created a TikTok profile. I haven't actually created a TikTok yet. That's something I want to do um, because I love the, the videos that I'm seeing. Um, but Social media has definitely gone up, right? Because we're 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 tired of maybe um, watching TV, so we just hop online and see what IG lives are popping, right? And speaking of IG lives, there was one this particular weekend that actually led to the topic of discussion today, which I'm so excited to talk about. Um, Sierra and Russell Wilson, y'all, if you have not seen that their IG live, definitely go back and check it. It's on YouTube. Um, and I really enjoyed it because they sell, they're celebrating five years of dating, being in love, and they're just beautiful relationship. Um, and I love love. And I was just watching them talk about it and get emotional about it and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, they had different people come on their IG live, um, which is Instagram, <laughs> um, to talk about their love. And so they had Lala Anthony on and Lala Anthony, you know, said to Sierra, what was that prayer, girl? Because Sierra's always said, like, you know, she prayed for her husband and Russell Wilson was an answer to that prayer. And so Lala Anthony said, like, what was that prayer, girl? And um, Russell Wilson actually jumped in. He said, you know, um, you know, everyone always asked Sierra, what was that prayer? But nobody asked me what was my prayer, you know, and um, they were just kind of laughing and stuff. And then, you know, he said, you know, I, when I prayed to God, you know, I really God led me to like really think about like, what are my non-negotiables? You know, if I want this type of wife that I'm praying for, what are the things that I need to make sure that I am looking out for so that I'm saying up, if they don't meet these non-negotiables, it's just not going to work. Right. So that he marries right. And that he marries the right one. And he said that Sierra is all those things and and then some. And so it was so beautiful to see that. Um, And it really got me thinking, y'all. What are y'all non-negotiables? I know COVID-19 has like put a little strain on our dating life, y'all. They said that uh, this is the perfect time to online date because you can get to know each other and you don't have to have like that pressure of like, oh my gosh, I got to meet them. You know, in like in a short period of time, I can just really start a phone conversation and really gets and it forces you to get to know that person. So when you guys are out here COVID-19 dating or just just dating in general, dating in 2020. What are your non-negotiables? I don't think I talked about this. I don't think I've ever talked about this. And I have had several relationship topics uh, for this uh, podcast, but I don't think we ever talked about non-negotiables. So what are y'all non-negotiables? I know that through my experiences, y'all, like I think sometimes I think I'm trying to think, has my non-negotiables changed they probably have changed um, over time because I think as you have different experiences and as you mature, like what was important to you before may not be as important now. So I think you learn from that. And um, I'm going to give you guys some of my non-negotiables 
But I'm also going to tell you guys why I think it's important to have non-negotiables. Um, but let me kind of backtrack a little bit. Like when when um, Sierra and Russell Wilson, if you don't know Sierra, Sierra's a singer. Uh, Russell Wilson is a football player. And people kind of look to them as like hashtag relationship goals. And I'm not a big person on like hashtag relationship goals. I do love love and I admire people's love, but I know that everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own ups and downs. People post the highlight reels on Instagram or any social media. So sometimes you don't see what they actually really going through. But I will say that I do love the fact that they waited until they got married to be intimate with one another. Um, They did you know, really want to do it God's way. Um, they prayed about their spouse before they met their spouse. Um, so these are all things that currently for myself, like I'm practicing, you know, praying for my future husband. Um, I'm practicing, you know, a celibacy. I'm practicing, you know, waiting until I get married. I'm practicing these things. And so when I don't necessarily say like relationship goals, I will say more so in relationship inspiration for me. And there they are relationship inspiration for me as well as like um Devon Franklin and Megan Good like who are both um he's a producer and a pastor and she's an actress and they waited until they uh, practiced celibacy until they got married and um they are relationship inspiration for me they're both and I think the biggest part of the relationship inspiration part is that they're God-fearing people and y'all already know if you are a true listener to Mogul Talk with Darcelara you know that I love me some Jesus and I truly believe um Um, In this uh, part of my life, I want to do um, or the season of my life, I want to do things uh, God's way. And so when I see them as a relationship inspiration, I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. Right. And so, you know, I truly believe in praying for your future spouse. I truly do. Some people believe in the list and some people don't believe in the list. Like what I mean by the list is like, hey, my husband, God needs to be six four I mean he needs to have hazel eyes he needs to like some people believe in the list and some people don't believe in the list I believe in having direction in the sense of that you know what you want um and that that could be in a list form (coughs) and what excuse me y'all and what I mean by that is I have a list, but my list is not like, oh, he has to have abs or 6'4". Like, my list is honestly my (laughs) non-negotiables. My list is really spiritual. Uh, My list is how I want a healthy relationship. Um, Not necessarily that he has to look a certain way or have a certain job, but just we have to be healthy and whole people. Um, So that... You know, I would love to hear from you guys, like if y'all believe in the list or you don't believe in the list. So make sure you go follow me at Darcel World so I can hear from y'all or you can follow my business page at Moguls and Media. I would love to hear from y'all and tell me, like, do y'all believe in the list or not? Okay. Um. so moving on to non-negotiables. Non-negotiables, I believe, and I kind of have a reason why, and I'll, I'll kind of give you guys the reason why that I think you should have a non-negotiable first and then I'll tell you what my non-negotiables are just in case you want to be nosy, right? Because, you know, 
Um, some of y'all may just really want to know what our sales uh, non-negotiables are just in case you are an eligible bachelor and you want to hit me up inside of my DM, okay? Oh, <laughs> um, the reason why I think that you should have non-negotiables is because to me, number one, creating non-negotiables um, is more so just making sure that you're creating realistic expectations. I think that when people are dating, sometimes, and let me tell y'all, I was a fairy tale girl, and I'm still a little bit of a fairy tale girl. I am, you know, a true romantic, all of those types of things. But we also have to remember to have realistic expectations. Like, we can't say you... I shouldn't say we can't. We shouldn't just say like, oh, I just want someone who's 6'4", right? Because then you eliminate such a wide range of people. And I'm not saying to my tall girls, I'm not one of them, um, to my tall girls that don't hope for that. Like, I'm not saying any of those things. But what if you find someone who's 6'2 and a half and you said 6'4", right? Like, whatever it may be, like, make sure that it's realistic and... I think non-negotiables are not a bad thing. It creates vision. And I think um, it says in the word, in the Bible, it says to write your vision down and make it plain. And I think that you need to do the same thing if you, for your spouse. Like if, because sometimes, and I'm going to do a shameless plug. It's not my book, but it's one of my favorite pastors, um, Pastor Michael Todd. I have his advanced copy of Relationship Goals. And he t- and make sure you get it, guys. Order it. Um, but he talks about like having the right aim. But if you don't know what you're aiming at, like if you don't know, you're all over the place, and you're just aiming at a bunch of things in random directions, and just trying a little bit of this out and a little bit of that out, and then your heart is compromised, y'all. Like your heart ends up either breaking, you end up getting a cold heart, a heart that is like truly vulnerable, um, that is not guarded, right? Like you know, you end up getting stomped on maybe more than was necessary um you may have experiences that you didn't need to necessarily go through um because your aim was just all over the place and there has been times where maybe my aim wasn't you know right where I needed it to be right um because you feel like hey I just feel like I need to be in a relationship and this person you know seems like a person I'm in a relationship with and you know I I felt like that in my, you know, in my early 20s sometimes. Like, oh, I guess, you know, he seems cool. Like, let's see where, you know, but not really having much of an aim and a vision of what I actually wanted. And now being in my 30s, y'all, like there's so I have such a clearer vision and a clearer picture of what I want. Now, I don't know what he looks like, y'all, but I told God he better be fine, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm like, I don't have the 6'4", or whatever, or the abs, or if he's chocolate, caramel, light skin, dark skin. I don't know what he looks like. But I know what, one thing I really vividly remember, um, Pastor or Bishop T.D. Jake said, And he had this show, it was very short term, but he had all these successful women on there, successful women of color. And he asked them, like, what are you, what do you want? Like, what's your list? Like, what are you looking for in a man? And they all said, like, he needs to have six figures. He got to have a good job. He got to have good credit. He got to have, 
And he said everything that you guys or ladies just names were all external. He said, do you know what marriage really is? Like what a having a partner really is? And this is what shifted for me um, in creating a better vision. He said, when you have to bury your parents, who is holding your hand? And he said, when you have to go through times of where maybe you lose your job, who is holding you down? And I know people think, oh, I would never be in a position that I lose my job or I would never, I got too much bankroll. You know, I'm good. You know, I set myself up. I would never be in those positions. You have no idea. And if nothing, if nobody learns anything from COVID-19, learn that we're all in the same playing field right now that literally in moments notice, anything can happen to all of us. And so I think that we have to realize that it's not about putting our security in a thing. I'm not saying don't be ambitious and don't strive for the best and all those things. But I vividly remember him saying like, you're not looking at the character of a person or the heart of a person. And so when I think about non-negotiables, I honestly think about really what character um, traits do you want in a person? And some people are like, oh, he got to be funny. You know, no, like I'm going to give you my list in a little bit. And that's probably a teaser for you guys to continue to listen. But really, when you're thinking about your non-negotiables and you're creating your non-negotiables, number one, make sure they're realistic and not perfect. So if you ain't perfect, baby girl, baby boy, um, uh, don't think your spouse is going to be perfect. Right. So you're two imperfect human beings coming together. Now, that doesn't mean that you're two half hearted people coming together. You should be two whole people coming together. Um, but don't think that for a second that you're perfect. So when you're creating these realistic expectations, um, which are non-negotiables, just like I said, make sure they're real, they're realistic and that an actual person can live up to this. Don't create it where this person has to walk this fine line and if they if they just trip, like they out they off your list, you X them off. Like, no. Like let's be realistic here, guys. Okay. Oh <laughs> and just know that. Like, I think I was mentioning earlier, because I know I talk a lot, y'all. Obviously, I have a podcast. But, um, like, I'm a fairy tale girl. And so I had, I think, a lot of unrealistic expectations in my 20s, um, my early 20s specifically. Like, I think I had a lot of unrealistic ones. And um, I realized that, like I said, with the TDJs, like, that really shifted my mentality on what I need to be looking for. So... That's number one, y'all. Make them realistic. Um, Second thing when doing um, your non-negotiables, this is something also I did for myself. I'm not telling you anything that I haven't done for myself. The second thing is when you're writing down these non-negotiables, start thinking about, do I live up to what I desire? So if I'm asking, if I'm desiring someone who is ambitious, am I ambitious? If I'm desiring someone who's loyal, am I loyal? If I'm desiring someone who's trustworthy, am I trustworthy? Like all these types of things that we desire, are we those things? And I actually wrote down a list for myself. 
See, some of y'all ain't, like, you know, introspective. You know, y'all ain't reflecting out here, okay? Y'all just telling God what y'all want, but y'all ain't growing sometimes and saying, God, what do you want me to be so that when my husband comes, I am the things that I also desire. And so I can't say, oh, boo, you got to bring this to the table, but I don't bring anything to the table, right? And so when you're when you're single, Single means unmarried. I know some of y'all out here walking around with a man and think I'm not single. No, you're single until you're married. Um, And when you're single is when you're really supposed to be thinking about who am I? And, you know, as I'm pursuing being a wife or as I'm pursuing being a husband, Am I those things that I'm that I'm supposed to be right? Like there's some things that you're only going to learn in the season of marriage. Like you're not going to learn it in your single season. And I need people to understand that because some people think like, oh, well, I'm good because I'm single. And then when you get into a relationship, you know, I had someone tell me this before, but no shade if he's listening. Um, He told me, and I'm just going to spill a little tea. Um, He told me, you know, when I was single, I didn't have these problems. Like, I didn't have these issues. I didn't argue with anybody. And I'm just like, no shade. But isn't that, like, to me, that's dumb. Like, if you like if you really heard what you said is when I was by myself, I didn't have the problems that I had with someone now that I am with someone. No, duh, right? Because when you are with someone you now have to consider someone's other's thoughts, ideas, feelings, perspectives, values, right? All these other things come into play. And so, like I said, there are some things that you're going to learn as a single person, meaning when no one is challenging your mirror, because when you in a, when you are in a relationship and especially when you're married, that person is now your everyday mirror. So you know how you look in the mirror in the morning when you're getting ready and you're getting dressed. You're like, oh, I look good. Oh, I look fine. Um, you know, when you're looking in the mirror, when you look at your spouse, you're looking in the mirror because when they're agitated about something about you that you did, it's really them showing you a mirror. I'm giving y'all relationship advice. It's really them showing you a mirror, showing you a mirror of this is your flaw. That right there, right there. You know, when you think about when you're getting dressed in the morning and like, you know, you have those trouble areas and you're trying to hide them. You're like, oh, I need to wear these type of jeans today. Or, oh, you know, I don't really want to show my arms. Or, oh, I don't want to show this. Like those trouble areas that you try to hide. When you're in a relationship, you can no longer hide those trouble areas. You can try like for some time, like some if you're really, really good at it, you may be able to hide them for a year or two years. But to be honest, you can't hide it for that long. So that's why when you're in a relationship, things start popping up. And you're like, ooh, I didn't see that before because they hid it for so for so long. So now it's starting to pop up. It's starting to rise to the surface. It doesn't mean, it doesn't always mean um, 
exit the relationship. It just means, okay, this is something I need to work through with this person. It's something that I need to have a conversation about with this person. It's something I need to learn how to accept. Because when you're in a relationship and if you're truly thinking about marriage, it's dying to self. So it's saying like, I got to realize that everything's not going to be my way. And so... That, you know, I know I did a little sidebar for y'all because I'm I'm giving y'all some relationship advice, but, you know, it's making sure that you live up to what you desire. And if you desire perfection, baby boy, baby girl, you are not perfect. You are amazing. You are God's creation. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous and far more precious than rubies. Like you are bomb, right? But you're not perfect. And so you have to understand that you have to live up to what you desire. Okay. So when you think about those non-negotiables and guess what, what I did also is I created a list of the things that I also, that I am, but also the things that I want to become. So if I want to become more patient, if I want to become a person that is slow to speak and quick to, to listen, you can be like, we can all grow. So don't think, Oh, I'm not this yet. I'm not patient yet. So I guess I don't deserve to be X, Y, and Z. No, it doesn't mean that it just means now work on those things. Like write, write the vision, make it plain and say, these are the things that I want to work on. Okay. The third thing that I think is important when you're creating non-negotiables is just realize that non-negotiables are not meant to shut people out. It's meant to qualify for people to come in. Ooh, I felt that in my spirit. Um, non-negotiables are not meant to shut people out. They're meant to qualify who comes in. Y'all, I'm so, I, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. And I think sometimes we can create such, when we're, when we're creating our non-negotiables or our list, right, when we're dating, sometimes we can create the mountain or the, the Great Wall of China so nobody gets in, right? And that's not what you want to do because if you're creating them realistic, right? And if you're creating them with standards and realizing I got to live up to what the person that I want, and if you're creating, if you're keeping those things in mind and you're creating healthy boundaries that just gets the right person to come in, not that you want everybody to come in, but just the right person to come in, your non-negotiables, you should not be looking at your non-negotiables, non-negotiables and being like, shoo, child can anybody fit that bill no right only jesus right like if you feel like like people should look at your list and be like you know what that's fair that's fair and i think those are healthy boundaries so that way you're guarding your heart and you're not just letting everybody in but you're letting the right person in so when you're creating your non-negotiables, definitely keep that in mind. I know sometimes that's the reason why people hate the quote unquote, the list, because they feel like it's only creating for nobody to come into your dating life. And that's why you have to make sure that you're making the proper edits. Don't lower your stand. Excuse me. Don't lower your standards. Don't think like, oh, well, then I just got to want anybody. No, that's the point of non-negotiables is saying, okay, these people have to qualify in these certain areas, but I know that they're not perfect. And I know that they have some things that they're going to have to work on, but these things are the core things that's going to make me happy. And I know that are going to make them happy as well. Okay. 
So the fourth thing about when creating non-negotiables, I think that your non-negotiables should have purpose in mind. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes we create this list of what we want in a man, but we don't we don't think to ourselves, what do I want in a relationship? And what I mean by that, not that he just like buys me chocolates, right? Like that's cute. And I love those things. Please, boo, future husband, if you're listening, I do love chocolates, all those great things. Please don't stop doing those. But what I'm saying is, there should be a purpose in your relationship. It shouldn't be that we're just together, just to be together, just for the gram, just so we could snap a picture. There should be purpose. So meaning what what would a per- when you're looking and I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday and it kind of um I want to say me made, made me upset because the person he was uh really it was kind of like the guy version of like thinking about non-negotiables and things like that. And it just sounds so selfish and narcissistic um, because it's like, we're thinking when you think sometimes people think about relationships in the, in the, the mind frame of only what they want. But I think a mature person thinks about what do, what do, we want and even if you you're like well that doesn't make sense to ourselves because you don't know who that person is yet correct I don't know who that person is yet um but there is a thing that you can say this is the purpose that I know that is when you seek God and you're like this is the purpose of my relationship my purpose may be uh, I don't know to minister to people in I don't know, overseas, or my purpose is, um, I don't know, to open up 10 businesses, whatever that is, that's going to help people around the world. I don't know. There's a purpose to a relationship. When someone comes alongside of you, they're coming alongside of a purpose, alongside of a vision. And when you're creating your non-negotiables, I really want you to keep in mind, what is the vision? Like that, not only do I want a person who's nice, and but the person who's nice cannot be the person who matches my vision, right? And so when I think about the vision, you know, of our relationship, our, my future relationship, you know, I'm thinking about the best thing for that person and the best thing for me. Now, that thing, now things can be tweaked and all those types of things. But when God has given you a vision of what your relationship is going to look like or what your purpose is, uh, I think that's really going to help you. So when you're putting down something on paper, don't just think about, oh, he needs to be nice and romantic and thoughtful. Yeah, those are great things. And I think those are part of mine too. But when I think about non-negotiables, I'm thinking about when it comes to my purpose, is he supportive? When it comes to his purpose, am I supportive? Right. So really thinking about those things. Um, And then last but not least, when I'm thinking about non-negotiables, ultimately, are my non-negotiables from God? Now, some of you may be listening like Darcel, hold up, you lost me there because I don't even believe in God. But I know for me, everything has to be Christ-centered. Because if it's all about me, 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 and to be honest, when you're dating, that person 
it sometimes when you're sitting across from some of these people, it's like me, 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 me. But what did God say? Like, is God in any of this? Like, can did God get a word in? Because I can barely get a word in. Did God even get a word in in your life to speak vision and purpose over your life? So I think that's super important too. It's like sometimes we think we know what's best for us. Like I, I was sharing earlier how my non-negotiables have changed because of experience, because of maturity, and because of my how my relationship has grown with God. And so I think that, you know, that's, you have to include God in your non-negotiables. It can't just be me-centered. It has to be Christ-centered. So that's, that's what I think should qualify or help you know, you as you're creating maybe your non-negotiables. I know that Russell Wilson was talking about he needed some like again thinking about purpose. He said he wants he wanted a love when he was praying before Sierra. He wanted someone who loved him like his mom loved his dad when his dad was on his deathbed and how she never left his side see these are the things when only god will give you that type of revelation because some of y'all just be like he gotta be six four he gotta be cute or she gotta be curvy she gotta whatever y'all think about um and y'all not thinking about like the real stuff like who like if that person ends up getting sick are you really with them? Are you really rocking with them? You know, are you really by their side? And I've been there for people when times get hard. And I that has helped me whether I've been, whether I ended up with that person or not. I think what that's shown me is like, Darcel, you have that wife quality. And what I mean by that is when times get hard, Darcel, you know how to step up. And that that and being in that circumstance gave me a glimpse of my future. Like, oh, you you know how to do this. Because sometimes you don't know how to how you're gonna react in a situation until you get in the situation. And I realized, like, oh, you you got this. Like, you know, I'm not saying like it's all about me. Like God will give me the strength I need to be able to handle these situations that may be tough. And so you also want that in return. So I thought that was so beautiful when Russell Wilson was like, that's that was one of his non-negotiables. Um, and see, he says Sierra's all those things. Right. And so now, guys, to tell you some of my non-negotiables, I'm not going to tell y'all everything. But I am going to tell you a couple things um, that are my non-negotiables and that, you know, you can steal them if you want to or you can say or you can create your own. <clears throat> so my first and foremost non-negotiable is he has to be a follower of Christ. <clears throat> and what I really love that someone said, I think it was Russell Wilson <laughs> um, during this IG live. He said, not a believer, but a follower. And he said, because believers, he said, because followers are different than believers. And when he said that, I said, you know what? That's probably been my problem. <laughs> I've been focused on if he's a believer, but maybe like, 
I really need to focus on, no, not are you a believer of Christ, but are you a follower? Follower meaning you actually, um, I'm not dragging you to church because you already attend the church, right? You already have a relationship with God. Um, or if you don't attend the church, you're searching for a church, um, a church home. Like you already have a relationship with God. You already have conviction um, of the Holy Spirit. Um, you have that. And so there is a huge difference when a man has a relationship with God versus just a believer and says, oh, I know Jesus. I know him, the big man upstairs. Who is the big man upstairs, right? Like I need him to have depth. And so because I'm a follower of, of Christ, not just a believer, I'm a follower. I think it's important for me. Like that's number one. They have to be a follower of Christ. So that's number one. Number two, and before I go on to number two, like you can't just be a person that just quotes scriptures all day in the sense of like, oh, I know Christ, let me prove it to you. Like it's gonna be, there's, you You have to understand when someone's a follower, if you're looking for someone too who's also a follower of Christ, there's gonna be fruits. And so just make sure that they're, they're not just talking a good talk, but there's actual fruits. Um, so just make sure that you look out for that. Um, number two, um, this is probably more of a list, but this is also a, a non-negotiable. I was saying more of a list trait, but it is a non-negotiable. They have to be ambitious. And what I mean by that is I know that people are going to have highs and lows. They're going to have times where they're at the top of their career or at the bottom of their career or they have all the money or they don't have the money. But one thing about an ambitious, to me, an ambitious man of God, he's always going to be on his grind. If he gets down, he's going to find out how to get back up. And that's something that I don't know if you can, I don't think you can teach that. That's like in you. Um, and I really, I know that I can trust that person that's ambitious because they're going to make sure we always have food on the table. So ambitious. Uh, number three, he has to be a great leader because if I'm going to submit to anybody, he has to be one heck of a leader and a great leader also knows how to be a great follower as well. But women, 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 I can't speak to the men cause I'm not a man, but women y'all like you need to make sure that you're not submitting unto any type of leadership. You have to, when you, sometimes we're just so anxious to be married or so anxious to be in a relationship, but the man has no vision and he's not a great leader. And you, then you complain later, oh, I'm submitting to someone that I don't think is a great leader. No, you have to trust the man's leadership that you're in. And I'm not saying that there's not going to be challenges in marriage and all those types of things, but going in. Like going into a marriage, you should be able to like, you know what? I can submit to his leadership. I'm not saying that leader, that a man being a leader means he's over you. It just means he is the head of the household. Um, I know with feminism and all those types of things. And trust me, I am for women all day. I got y'all back. I'm all about seeing y'all grow. Trust me. Um, I'm sure if I, I need to get a male guest on 
because I will have y'all back all day. Okay, us women, we got this, right? But I need y'all to understand there's also order. And because I'm also a Christian, I know that there is also leadership and leadership comes from your husband. And so it doesn't mean that he doesn't respect your choices and things that you bring to the table because as a helpmate, we're there to help. We're there to express. We're there to say, hey, what do you think about this? So it's not that and any great leader takes the great ideas right they're like oh you know I didn't think of that let's do that right like so it's not more so about a tug and pull of who's above who it's just him being the head of the household so yes my husband needs to be a great leader because if he's gonna leave me he's gonna leave my family you know he has to be a great leader um number four um he has to be honest Now, what I mean by this, some people automatically think, okay, honest just means he has to be truthful. Okay, but truthful is not just like in his words to me. I mean, honest to me, what honest looks like to me is when nobody's looking, you still have the conviction of the Holy Spirit to be honest. Meaning, if you are filing your taxes, (laughs) Um, and you're not honest, right? If you're doing shady business deals, you're not honest, right? Like I need my husband to be an honest man and make an honest living and be obviously honest to me, right? But honesty in every area of his life, not just in telling me truths, right? In, in every area of his life. Um, last but not least, uh, is faithful obviously we all want someone who's going to be faithful to us who's going to keep their commitment honor their commitment all those types of things that is definitely those um are five non-negotiables now y'all got some tea on me y'all so if y'all know any men <laughs> uh that fit these five non-negotiables okay that's a good start y'all so um definitely tell him to slide in my dms <laughs> like i'm just kidding um or seriously not kidding but um no, I think that having non-negotiables give you gives you direction. And so I want to encourage you, like, have a vision for what you see in your husband or your wife. Have a vision. And, and like I said, it doesn't necessarily need to be like physical because we don't know what that person is going to look like. Sometimes you're I'm just speaking to one of my friends today, like sometimes you're, you're the person that you think you're going to marry. And as far as physically, y'all. It's completely opposite than what you thought you actually were going to marry. So please know that I'm not talking physical, non-negotiables. Yes, you want them to be attractive. That is fine. Absolutely fine. We don't want to be with a, a person we're not attracted to. But it's so important for us to have non-negotiables. I know there um, was a big rage in um, the uh, show on Netflix, Love is Blind. And there was some success you know, marriages that came out of those that show where you just literally were in a room and just having conversations, not where you, where you were never able to see each other until you um, basically were going to get married. So, but I think what helps guide those conversations, if you were to go, you know, like online dating, or let's say you just didn't see the pe- person's picture, or if you're in those experiments of like love is blind and you're just literally sitting in a room and can't see each other, but you have to see if you have chemistry. Um, definitely it was all the rave. So uh, go watch it. Love is blind on Netflix. But I think what probably helped those who actually successfully were able to get married on the show 
is that you have the conversations of like, what are my non-negotiables? Like, what is your vision for a marriage and all those things? And when you think about those things, I honestly think that you're going to hit a going, going back again to my homie, Mike Ty, Pastor Michael Ty with his book, Relationship Goals. You're going to be able to hit more of your aim. If you have an aim, you can actually hit the goal. If you don't have an aim, I used to be a soccer player, y'all. I played center. So that means I run up and down the fields, up and down the fields, right? And so you have to have a strategy, on that, you have to also have your support system that's going to be able to pass you the ball. And then when it comes time to score, you have to have that aim, right? And so you already know that you're, you have to get the ball in the confines of that goal, right? And then you have to also think about, okay, there's a goalie there, right? The goalie is probably your non-negotiables, like blocking your shot. But the right aim, you can get past the goalie. And I didn't even know I was going to make this tra- this um, this uh, metaphor, but you can get past the goalie with the right aim. And some of you and, and even myself included, sometimes we don't get past the goalie because we're not having the right aim, you know. And so I think it's so important to have a vision and write it down and make it plain. Like I said, don't make it superficial. Don't make it where he has to have, you know, a 10 pack and all that type of stuff like it needs to be what is his characteristics? What is her characteristics? What are their what is the vision of their lives and how does it, their vision Um, match with yours and I love one of the things that um, Sierra said on that IG live is she said like our visions matched like our prayers matched and I think that's so beautiful and so like divine like God truly hears your prayers he hears what you're saying he hears like your cry right and so I really think that as you create more vision um, don't get discouraged. Like, don't be like, man, Darcel, I've been out here in these streets. I wrote my non-negotiables, you know, and I have the right aim. I have the vision, but I'm not, I'm not quite making it. I'm not quite getting it right. Continue to seek God, like continue to seek God on what he's asking you to do. And like going back to our mogul minute is good things, great things, things that the best things in life are still worth waiting for and so you may not have you know have hit your mark yet but know that the best things in life are still worth waiting for and I can't wait to brag on here you know like y'all I had my non-negotiables and you know I hit with the right aim I got past the goalie or so-and-so got past my goalie and we were able to get married and all those things I can't wait to be able to brag on that with y'all but you don't lose hope and you certainly have purpose. I need people to understand like when you're single um, and this is just a conversation about dating, but single, like you are not like singleness is not a disease y'all. Like it's not like, Oh, you're single. Ooh, I can't be around you. No single is being single is such a beautiful thing. Being single means that everything, the way that I left my place is exactly the way that is, I'm going to have it when I come back. Being single means that my groceries last longer. 
being single means that I, when I come home, um, I get to watch exactly what I want to watch. I don't have to be like, oh, dang, he watching that. I can't change the channel. Like, and that may sound like me, um, remedial, but uh, that may sound dumb. But what I'm saying is like, you have the opportunity to really be you. You have the opportunity to jump when you want to jump, right? Sit when you want to sit, chill when you want to chill. Like, take advantage of your season of this season you know and don't don't think that you don't have purpose and that you are not loved because you are loved and you are worthy like I said you're not perfect but God has a plan for you and he says in Jeremiah 29 11 plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future and it says also in the word that he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb so he already had a plan when he was forming you So I need you to understand like you're not in this by yourself. You know, you're not alone and you are still beautiful and worthy and handsome and all those great things. And you will find the person that is meant for you. But you got to keep the vision. I truly believe like some people don't like vision boards, but I think vision boards, of course, you have to have execution. Right. But vision boards really help you when those days when you're like, man, I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. It helps you to remember like your why. It helps you to keep a focus. It helps you to keep an aim. It helps you to say, oh, I didn't make the mark today, but I looked at my vision board. That means I got to get back on target. You know, I got to get back. I got to get back. It helps you to hold you accountable for what you said you want your life to, to, to be or what God has really told you the man what your manifestation of your purpose is going to look like so don't lose hope think about what your non-negotiables are and keep in mind like make sure that they're realistic y'all make sure that someone can fit them right like yeah if it's only jesus that can fit it then we just gonna be single y'all so we gotta make sure that they're realistic we gotta make sure that we're also living up to what we desire um we also have to make sure that we're creating you know um we're narrowing the amount of people that can come in, but we're not keep making, we're not building a wall with our non-negotiables to keep, to shut people out. So that's important too, y'all. And then also make sure that it provides purpose. Like what is the purpose behind your non-negotiables? What is the purpose of the relationship or the, the marriage that you're looking for? All those types of things. Um, And then also, are you seeking wisdom from God? Are you really asking God, hey, are these non-negotiables right? Like, do I need to be looking for something else? Like, those are the things that you really need to be taking to God and considering with him. And so that way you can say, you know what? Okay, now I know the vision. I wrote it down. I made it plain. I got my aim. And now I can be able to, to navigate the dating scene a little bit better. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. Um, I done shared my non-negotiables. So future husband, if you're listening, let me know. <laughs> but I need you to understand, like, you, you one, being single is okay. And two, make sure you have a vision. If, what, if marriage is something that you desire, just make sure you have a vision for it. Make sure you are really seeking God on asking what you want that to look like. And um, like I said, I hope this was helpful. I hope that it definitely go back and listen to Sierra and Russell Wilson's interview, you know, IG live is on YouTube. So you can definitely find it. But just definitely, you know, 
have like I said not everything is relationship goals for me necessarily but it's relationship inspiration you know I don't put anybody's relationship on a pedestal because I know one no no one's perfect but I do like you know look at certain people certain couples and I get inspired and I'm like you know what they can do it I can do it so find some inspiration y'all and don't lose hope know that love is out there and you are loved first and foremost by God he loves you and he will never leave you nor forsake you um and he hears the desires that you have and he you know your prayers are not in vain y'all so just make sure that you continue to understand that and I love y'all like I love you love you love you love you and I can't wait to be back for another episode next week to be talking to you guys so share this y'all let people know like hey here are our non-negotiables listen to this podcast so they can get a word right and they can get encouraged so make sure that you share guys and I love you and I can't wait to talk to you soon Now, don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I'll be bringing you a new episode every week. Also, don't forget to follow your host, your girl, Darcel Laurie, on IG at Darcel World. And, of course, you know I love hearing from you. So make sure that you send all your questions, topics, even guests that you would love to hear from at mobiletalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Mobile Talk with Darcel Laurie, where success is just a byproduct of who we are. Make sure to join us next week for another great episode. Until then, continue to talk and live like a mogul.